0: Good morning America, welcome Christians, conservatives, constitutionalists, liberals, libertarians, communists, Islamists, LGBTQ, RSTUV, WXYZ people, all the boat rockers in the house, and anybody else I may have missed to the Sons of Liberty radio show here on Red State Talk Radio. I'm your host, Tim Brown, coming to you live from the U.S. occupied state of South Carolina, the editor at SonsLibertyMedia.com, and for our Muslim friends, I'm the infidel. I'll warn you about I hold to the book, the Bible. As the authoritative word of God, glad that you guys have joined us here on Saturday morning. If you'd like to check us out online, please do so, sonsoflibertyradio.com and sonsoflibertymedia.com. If you'd like to watch the live video portion of the radio show, head over to sonsoflibertymedia.com. We're going live right there. Well, we're not going live right there because we changed the code out. Ha! This is part of my problem here. And with the YouTube channel, the problem there. So we're not going live there. So sorry about that. But check out sonsoflibertymedia.com anyway. And uh, for those of you watching, if you are catching some flicker from my camera, I apologize for that. Just bear with me. Uh, we used the camera last night. I'll tell you about that in just a moment. Uh, other places you can catch the live video feed: my Twitter account fpp_tim, Periscope and Twitch at Setting Brushfires, uh, our Facebook page at Bradley Dean Sol. We are not on YouTube uh, today or before it's news because that's tied to YouTube. And But we are on DLive.tv at the Sons of Liberty. And then we're also on Spreely Gab, Minds, and USA.life. Sons of Liberty, Sons of Liberty Media. And uh, if you'd like to call in, you've got a question about the topics we're going to cover today: earaches, fevers, and coughs, what you can do to help with that. Again, this is not medical advice, so it's for information purposes only. We're just covering ourselves. You want medical advice, go see a doctor. Okay? 215. Um, 215- Top Talk, 215-867-8255. Now, before I bring on uh, Kate this morning, one of the things I want to let you guys know is what's in store. And uh, I did a little live Facebook thing last night for those of you who are my friends on Facebook. And so it looks like what we're going to have is a couple of open days this week that I haven't filled. So last night, my son and I, RC, we went down to Greenville to the John Burt Society Awards ceremony, leader thing that they have. And I think there was about 80 people, 80 to 100 people there. Um, and among those was <clears throat> Trevor Loudon. Many of you are familiar with Trevor. And also uh, a lady I've met for the first time, Leah Southwell, uh, who is was from the United States, went to Chile, saw the eruption there that took place, the push for socialism, and now they're looking to change their their constitution as a result of that. And I sat down for what I thought might be a 20-minute interview, and it it was fascinating to hear hear her talk about what was going on there. And as she got out of there to come to the States, she was saying, this is what I'm seeing taking place in the United States. So those two interviews we're going to bring on next week, probably Monday and Thursday at this point, okay? So I'm just letting you know um, some good interviews, and uh, I, I, I'm i excited to bring those to you. But that's where we were last night. And as a result of that, we took our, the cameras. So I told my son, I said, I know when I get back, I'm going to have a mess. This is why my head's so big in the screen right now. Because <laughs> I haven't had time to really work with that. And I got back and had to do other things. So those of you watching, this is the reason for that. Now, let's get to what we, we've got going on because um, Kate Kate's got some information for us. It's, uh, it'll be very helpful for you during this time of year where you get the, uh, the coughs, the earaches, or your kids get the earaches usually, and the fevers, and uh, here she is, Kate Amarani. Good morning.
1: Hi, good morning. Nice to see you all in America. Before we go on, all we hear is, is, is desperate stuff, so let's just have a little verse from, from John. Um I want to, dear friend, I pray that you may enjoy good health and that all may go well with you even as your soul is getting along well. So that's from, uh, John, uh, John three, one, two. So go read Amen. that. Cause all I see in the news is, is just, it's just all fear porn everywhere. And we need to start removing that and, and um, replacing it. And I love when Neville Goddard says, you know, we, we all have the, the same reality. He's a Christian, was a Christian. And, um, and he says the, the outcome of, of our realities is really based on what we think, what we think and what we say. So shall it be. And we're reminded of that all through scripture about uh, how the words, they're swords. And, uh, and we have to be mindful. Um, so so I think it's always good to to remind ourselves of that and have fill it with good,
0: good things. Amen. Amen. Well, then, then, yeah, the, Bible, I mean, then the Bible talks about us uh, also speaking to our soul. Um, to remind us of the things that God has said. So I, I appreciate you doing that. And and a lot of people uh, will get caught up in the in the bad things and not see the hope that's given to us in Christ. So thank you for reminding us of that, Kate. Now, this morning, you want to talk about some things that uh, I know in our family we dealt with a lot, especially with children. Um, uh, earaches, uh, we only had maybe one or two that actually had some to any kind of serious degree. And um, and, I, and I'll and i let you do, uh, I'll let you get on with that. But I can tell you this, at least for the earaches, one of the things I found out, because one of our uh, sons, actually RC at the time, was in the hospital one time with his, his mom. And I had two or three kids all of a sudden come up with earaches to where they were squealing these blood-curdling screams. I didn't know what to do. I go on the Internet. I'm looking for natural kind of things to do. And one of the remedies that they provided was onion juice. Now I didn't <laughs> have onions. I had, you know, being the improvising dad that I ha- I was, I took and got onion flakes. My my wife had those, so I said, okay, we can get, we can kind of pull the juice out of that. I can put it in some water. We heat it up, do this, and then get it down a little bit. And I put that in their ears. The fascinating thing to me was I did it in both ears. Let it sit there for a little bit they quit screaming. It went away that quickly. Now I'm sure regular onions would have done better, but I don't know if you've got anything for that, but that's just my own personal story of what I've had.
1: Well, first of all, in children, so I'm going to go back to my, my allopathic medicine as well. In children, um, their the eustachian tube is is much smaller, so they are prone to getting these infections. Nearly all earache comes from comes from having an ear infection. And whizzing to the doctor's surgery in the middle of the night and getting antibiotics is not going to get rid of the screaming. It's just not. And and, you know, based on that, one of the things as well is they can't equalize the pressure. So even just giving your child something to suck like an ice lolly. Because generally, if they've got an ear infection, they'll have a temperature with it. So you're crossing both things there. You're going to cool the inner temperature, the inner core temperature. And you're also going to get them sucking and swallowing, which will equalize the pressure. So that's a good thing to do. But the other thing is, which we are not very good on in the UK, and we have all these ignorant people in the UK, and they know who they are who say, oh, they're not a real doctor if they're a chiropractor. They're not a real doctor if they're an osteopathic doctor like Dr. Sherry Tenpenny or Dr. Eric Napute, who is absolutely fantastic. But what they don't realize for the ignoramuses in the UK is in America, when you go to be a chiropractor, you do your MD first. And then when they go off to do pharmaceuticals, the the go off and they do the human spine and remember it was Thomas Edison who said the doctor of the future will only be concerned with the human spine and nutrition which takes me on to this so simple earache is often uh, a symptom of an ear infection and so you want to really treat the ear infection and it's going to treat the earache so certainly You can get an onion that's boiled up, wrap it in a a cloth and you can put it on the ear and then bandage around and leave it there. And that will give the child some some, uh, relief of symptoms. And remember, you know, when you rub the bottom, if you cut an onion in half and rub the bottom of your feet where the pores are very big, after a few minutes, you'll taste it. You'll start to taste the onion. So you can do that. And then you want to give them large doses of vitamin C to bowel tolerance. So the vitamin C that you pick off the shelves will be just ascorbic acid. And um, and I think the, the, the recommended daily amount in this country is 65 milligrams, which just takes you over the precipice of scurvy. It's rubbish. And certainly, if you give them the little oral sachets or even better, the camu camu powder in a drink or the vitamin C crystals, and you give that every hour. Now, I would say give a thousand milligrams every hour while they're awake. Um, Some doctors will say four thousand milligrams and you keep giving that until the child goes back to sleep. It's a really good thing to do. I mean, I myself have taken it every hour for like 15 hours. And I've taken um, 1,000 to 3,000 milligrams. And uh, and that therapeutic range is it, keeping it in your blood is very good when you take it orally. We're not talking about when you take it IV in cancer, but certainly you can take oral for cancer. So vitamin C is the panacea. And then you can also get that chiropractor to check the alignment of the spine. I love it. You know when you hear on these, um, like the Simpsons, "I'm going to get my spine realigned." Well, we don't do that very much in the UK, but we should, <laughs> because when the <this, laughs> did you like my? <laughs> yes.
0: That was me trying
1: Midwest there. Yes. Uh, when you get your, um, many people have lost the curvature in their cervical spine because we look down all the time at these electronic devices. Wearing high shoes will also take your spine out of alignment. Now we see children. Being given iPads, and we see them sitting in their strollers with their head down, and their bones are all soft, having too many pillows, all these kind of things. So when you you look where the jaw meets the neck, and then you press here, and you can see if you've got any tenderness, it's likely that your spine needs aligning, and that might be why you have got a chihuahua under the table here. Hang on a sec, folks. This is Mr. Bo. <laughs> desperately scratching my and this little man eats carrots because they're full of beta carotene, vitamins <laughs> A for your immunity, vitamin B, vitamin C. Um, and you you're also gonna give your kids and yourself at least a liter of freshly pressed carrot juice. And it's gonna do all these things as well. These dogs have carrot sticks every day, they're not vaccinated. Um so anyway, there's one behind me as well. I'm in, I'm in chihuahua Chihuahua hell here, squished in with a chihuahua behind me and one in front. <laughs> So get your child or yourself off to the chiropractor. If you've got any tenderness where the jaw and the muscles in the neck meet the skull, all around here. So that might be the reason you're getting this earache. And often by realigning your spine, you're going to have um, instant relief. You can also massage like this, down the way and that's going to also help drainage from the eustachian tubes warm compressors moist compressors on the ear put the onion on it get the vitamin c into them give them a juice give them the crystals to bowel tolerance if you start getting diarrhea and um, you know you've had your limit and i will tell you there's a powder camu camu powder and i um was sent a big bag of this i'm very fortunate that people send me freebies and i was sent this Wonderful uh, organic camu camu powder. And I put um, went to put it in my um, carrot juice before I was going on the forest dog walking. And a load of the bag emptied in the juice. So I probably had oh, four or five tablespoons. And I thought, oh, waste not, want not. I shook it and it was a bit clumpy and I just drank it. This big, probably 60, well, no, probably a good uh, 16 to th- more ounces Drove in my car to the forest 15 minutes and been walking for about 10 minutes. And I know this is gross, but this is, when we talk about bowel tolerance a it. that carriage just came out. I had to go find some bushes and a tree and I was like, whoa. And that was me had a lot. So, uh, <laughs> Well, now hey,
0: here's, cool. it, here's something that's been mentioned in the chat room. And I remember years ago, there was, uh, we rented out half of, uh, my best friend's, um, mom and dad's house it was like almost like a studio apartment and his mom would take a bottle and she would do like um i want to say she used like an ever she used a little bit of wine for flavoring and then honey and lemon in it and i mean you talk about take the hair off your your throat uh but usually if you had a cough or something like that man that thing was knocked out almost immediately um it was it was pretty strong It it was strong to get it down but even a teaspoon of that was was really something that I, I saw. Boy, alleviate, alleviate whatever the the symptom was at the time. And I think Eric had made mention that he had the. Uh, I guess his mom did the same thing, or his grandma did the same thing: lemon, honey, and whiskey in a in a small. Yeah, shot and the
1: whiskey thing. opens. Of course, remember alcohol dilates all your peripheral blood supply. Right. And that's. Uh, uh, um, you know they that's why they give it when you used to see these dogs with the big barrels of whiskey that with mountain dogs that used to kill them because of course they were suffering exposure so opening all the peripheral blood supply they would freeze that's why alcohol when you're really cold you see these we had a a case of that where really cold weather young girl was really drunk and dressed in her party gear you know a short dress and high heels and she fell asleep on the doorstep and she died froze to death um But, I mean, I can't advocate giving your toddlers whiskey on a spoon. Sure, sure. But I myself have read that, and it does work. And you're talking like a tiny amount on a teaspoon. I have read that. But these are old remedies. But you can certainly massage here. You can put uh, compresses on, the onion. And that's why you don't put onion in your fridge when it's cut and then eat it because all the bad bacteria sticks to it. That's exactly And then everything smells of it. Um. But you can do all this. And the other thing is drink. Give your child by giving it lots of uh, vegetable juices. Children love carrot juice. They love fruit and veg. Don't give them sugar. You know, sugar switches off the immunity for about four hours. If you're a smoker, you're using up 10 milligrams of your vitamin C, every cigarette you have. Well, children are more likely to die of complications of flu If they live in a household where there is a smoker and passive smoking, and if you're one of these fools that sits with the window open, smoking at the window, then you shut the window and go back in around your children. You're still exhaling that cigarette smoke for 60 minutes. So you're still doing them some harm. So you need to just stop. It's not good. And your kids are around that. Can I ask you a question?
0: Can I ask you a question about that? What in the, in the cigarette, is it the nicotine, is it tobacco smoke? What, what in it is causing that, that issue that you just said, that, to take away the well, vitamin C? Well,
1: the, it, it's, it's everything. And they always put MS gene cigarettes. But you, you, what happens with the cigarettes is the, the nicotine, it paralyzes the little hairs in the lungs, the cilia. And what that, that mucus that lines, you know, we have mucus membranes that lines all our respiratory tract, and we have the mast cells, which need zinc. That's why we need a good, nutrient-dense, organic diet, zinc, no glyphosate, because that chelates the zinc from the plant. And those little hairs, the, the, anything that, you know, you come into contact with, the dust and everything that you're breathing in, sticks to the mucus, and the mucus brings it out, wafts it out. And so those little cilias, those little hairs, they get paralyzed. So they don't waft it out. And that's why people that um, when they stop smoking, they'll say, oh, my cough got much worse. That's because these little cilia, they're no longer paralyzed and they start doing their job. You know, God created the most fantastic vehicle for us to drive around in and experience this life. And the devil has created all this stuff to try and undo God's work. So throw your cigarettes in the bin. They're far too expensive. They're killing you and they're killing your kids. And there's no two ways about it. There's nothing good in one of those. Um, So giving your child lots and lots and lots of fluids and fruit juices and fruit and vegetables and no sugar that switches off the immunity and all your dairy that you're giving your child. We're not meant to have milk from a cow. And remember, this is a one milk that we shouldn't be having, which leads to diabetes and MS. this shouldn't be having it. It makes you even more snotty. It increases your mucus when you have milk, cheese, butter in huge quantities. And the, the mucus that's formed is our if you like, when we're sick, but too much of it and it inhibits things from working. And where's a good example of that? Um, when you've got these kids that have um, I'm trying to remember the condition now, I've got brain, brain, brain block where they get masses, they're born with it, and they get masses of mucus in the gut and masses of mucus in the respiratory tract. They can't absorb nutrients. So if you've got too much mucus in your respiratory tract, that's what'll You won't absorb your nutrients. And you're going to have too much of it in your respiratory tract. And then you're going to get an overflow of bacteria. And then you're going to get sick. So remember things like plug-in air fresheners. All your detergents that you're using, they're toxic toxic and the other thing is when you have your house really really warm with your central heating and you're going out of this warm environment into a cold damp environment outside you've got to you've got to adjust to it so that's another thing is to turn your central heating down to 18 degrees so the 18 degrees centigrade and if your child is is coughing and it is accompanied by a fever so going on to um Kate, can i ask you, you
0: something know, about that when you you talked about the the air stuff um, what about ozone makers uh, in the, yeah, in the well, house?
1: They're good, but we have a fantastic ozone uh, environment outside. It's called fling your windows open. You know, that's what Florence Nightingale <laughs> used to do. Old sisters, yes.
0: uh,
1: uh, the old nursing sisters, they used to let out the breath of the dead in the morning. Remember, you detox from breathing as well. Have you ever, have you ever gone in a bedroom with a load of teenagers in it it absolutely funks in the morning um, but <laughs> it doesn't smell good in anybody's bedroom in the morning fling your windows open and let the ozone in it actually charges the air so you yeah. are actually yep. letting it out and and i remember uh, my little boy my older boy when he had a temperature and i gave him some juice fresh juice in water and he just had his nappy on and a little vest and it was snowing and I had the umbrella up and I took him for a walk around the garden because we we were told never to tepid sponge a child. Because if you do, you've got to have a really high temperature before children start having fits. And when they have fits, uh, you know, it's, people think they're going to have brain damage straight away. They don't. And I'm not saying don't take your children. You know, if your child's got a fever for more than two days, then you, you would seek medical advice. But a fever for your child. um, of, you know, opinions vary, but a fever of under 103, um, hospitals won't even treat it. So what do you do? You give your child a cold drink or an ice lolly. Ice lollies, make your own ice lollies with fresh fresh juice and clean water, not tap water with fluoride. Um, you know, put, put them in the, the fridge, the freezing compartment. Kids love it. And if they get a fever, turn your heating down, strip them off, just put a sheet over the top of them. Don't be tempted to tepid sponge them because if you do need to go to um, the emergency center, you'll cause all the shutdown of all the blood vessels and they won't be able to get a, a Venflon in them. Give them these eyesolis. You don't need to start whacking in toxic uh, paracetamol, Tylenol, all these hideous things. But again, go back to your vitamin C. They've got a fever because they're sick and you need a fever. You need your body to have a bit of a fever to kill off what it is, but, Give them the big doses of vitamin C again. Get the camu camu powder. Get the vitamin C crystals. Start putting them in their juice every hour. I would say a thousand milligrams hourly. Some will say four thousand milligrams hourly. It's not going to kill them. There's only a side effect of that is diarrhea. That's when you know you've reached saturation point. Um, the best vitamin C. That's um, the best plus for vitamin C. Like I've said, is it's remarkably safe. It strengthens the immune system. Um, it's, it's incredible. Uh, A lot of the ones on the shelves are just ascorbic acid, which is from corn and acid. And in nature, vitamin C comes as a compound. So it comes with vitamin, it comes with ascorbic acid, then vitamin C, then vitamin P, which is all your bioflavonoids, um, which is what I was saying is in your carrot juice and then your vitamin J, which is for your, your respiratory tract and to stop you getting pneumonia. And it also comes with, um, copper, which is for all your collagen and elastin. So again, um, give them some carrot juice in there and make the room cool. All of these things, strip them off. There's some cultures they believe that when the child has a fever that you swaddle them. And of course, I've seen that in some of the Indian and Pakistan communities when I used to work on the um, emergency nurse line. And they would swaddle the babies. And that's not what you want to do. You want to strip them down one layer and don't feed them. Um, give them give them juice. You're not, you're not going to starve them. You can give them the ice lollies with the juice, which they love to suck. Um, you can freeze the carrot juice and the child will suck. It doesn't take long to freeze it. Um, Can I ask you something?
0: Can I ask you something about that? You you mentioned don't feed them. Uh, Now, often what we'll do is, is we get concerned if they're not eating. But I I know as long as there's uh, no signs of dehydration within their eyes, they're okay. But is that because the body is going to take that energy and use it for digestion rather than fighting off whatever they've got? Okay.
1: What does a dog do when he's sick? It sleeps and it doesn't eat. And that's, that's why we lose our appetite when we're sick because all that energy, sugar in the presence of oxygen, oxygen generates adenosine triphosphate. You need that generation of energy to mount an immune response. When, uh, when you lose that, that's when you see cancer coming. You know, when you can't uh, repair DNA in your cells or cause apoptosis. Um, this is all natural medicine. Excuse me, my nose is running a bit. COVID! Um, anyway, so... Uh, <laughs> God, I can hear the SWAT teams coming. But um, it's a therapeutic fast. You can still do juices and you can still give them juice. And Who wants to give their toddler that's got a screaming temperature um, some cow's milk only to watch it projectile across the room all clotted? Uh, you know, half an hour later and you sour vomit everywhere, the bed linen, And that is exactly what happens. This is another thing that's fantastic about giving your child that's got a temperature and a cough. Giving them ice lollies, not not your ones out of the supermarket uh, that are full of sugar and rubbish. Make your own with fresh juice, dilute it down, um, and if you really don't want to do that, just buy some organic juice for now um, and, and freeze those. Um, but you know that you don't you don't want to have that giving them those ice lollies. And the thing about giving them these fresh uh, fresh pressed ice lollies is only a little bit is going in the stomach at a time because they have to suck to get it, and it has to melt in the mouth. So their stomach isn't getting full. So they're less likely to be sick, but they're still going to remain hydrated. And, you know, you see with the babies, they little, you know, you see signs of that little fontanelle, that little soft bit in the skull. You can see the brain, that starts to dip in. That's a sign that that child is dehydrated, and you seek medical attention or a fever that goes on for too long or a fever that's not going down or convulsions. Same as if you start to see a fever and you see the accompaniment of a rash that when you roll a glass over that rash, it doesn't disappear. Any rash that doesn't disappear, when you stretch the skin between your finger and your thumb, or you roll a glass over it, it doesn't disappear. That's a non-blanching rash. You always seek medical attention, always, because that could be something more sinister like a meningococcal type rash. So, um, you know, you can always ring your doctor, but you don't need to pile into GP surgery and start giving your child antibiotics for every rash because you're going to destroy the gut bio and you do need a certain temperature. That is your immune response. So that's always a good thing to do that gain the vitamin C and um, the cough. I've uh, I've kept this coughing. It's this does work. What I'm going to tell you now, it's called Colts foot. And you buy this dried herb and you put one to two tablespoons and you make a tea. You know, you simmer it on the stage. And for an adult, you have several mugs of Colt's foot and it can even stop the cough of pneumonia. Um, Again, um, for a child, you would continue with the vitamin C. And I know this particular doctor, which you'll all know, Dr. Saul, who's been removed from everything because he tells the truth and they don't want you to know this because they want you to have pharmaceutical drugs. Bulging out in cabinets at home. He gave his own child four thousand uh, milligrams of vitamin C crystals in juice every hour until the cough stopped. And he gave her a total of thirty six thousand milligrams when she was four years old, and then continued with that the next day. And um he gave Coltsfoot when it had cooled, which is great. Um, it's it's vitamin C and Coltsfoot. Um, it's difficult for a child to get.
0: Okay, can but I can I ask you something? Uh, can I ask you something about the cough? Um, we talk about the fever being the way the body kind of deals with certain things within within our bodies uh, to kill it off. What about coughs? Because I realize there can be coughs that just become so annoying, we can't get anything done because that's all we're doing. But there are also, I guess, productive coughs. We get stuff in our throat. We need to. Not, again, to be gross, but we need to spit it out because there's an infection in there and that doesn't need to be swallowed back in. We need to get it out. So what's the difference between, say, the productive cough where we need to get something out and something where it's just a persistent cough that's not good for us? I mean, what's the difference?
1: Well, any cough is a sign there's something wrong. So do you have a dry cough where you're coughing constantly? Then I would say, where are you coughing? Are you coughing when you're at work? Are you coughing when you come in your home? Is there something in your environment that's irritating your lung passages? That's the first thing. When you talk about a productive cough, that means you get sputum. And if you remember what we've talked about, the hairs and the lungs, the cilia, and what they're there for. So you would want to look at that sputum. And what what does it look like? What color is it? And generally, sputum, it's just white. It's just white or clear when you're coughing it up. If you start to get green sputum and yellow sputum, then you want to really, and it's constant, and ha, and it's there's a lot of it. Then that might be a time when you need to see a doctor. But certainly, um, I would say clean up your environment. Take everything out of your home that's toxic. I mean, good Lord, literally, <laughs> the Lord is good. Uh, when you uh, when you when you go into houses, I've done it. I went to see a patient. And uh, I was sitting in a room with him and I was doing some forms for him. I fill in forms for the elderly and the infirm, all these government forms that are really difficult for them to fill in because they don't want you to get them right so you don't get the cash. But um, I was helping him do this and I became very aware that I kept clearing my throat. I kept going, and I was in his house for uh, just over an hour and this within 10, 15 minutes. And in the corner of the room, he'd got an error. You know, I don't know what you call them in America. It's where you hang your laundry on them to dry. And I could smell this Lenore. You know, I think you have it in in America, this laundry softener. And it is so toxic. And I could taste this stuff. And I was breathing it in off his laundry. And interestingly, he had medications for persistent cough and mucus. And I said, uh, I, may I take that out of this room and open the windows? And that's what I had to do. So there was an external irritant and, and I have a fairly clean home. I don't use anything like that. You don't, you don't need to use anything like that. You can use soap nuts and essential oils, natural oils, A couple of drops on the bag, these little soap nuts. Do you know, you only need one kilogram bag. And if you wash one wash a day, this one bag lasts you six months. You put four soap nuts in the bag, a couple of drops of essential oil, maybe peppermint, whatever you, you like. Put it in your washing machine and wash your clothes. Now, does, uh, only
0: one. What does, does, that's good, sorry. Yeah, does that work with these uh, high efficiency ones, not just the tub laundry? What about the high efficiency stuff too?
1: What's high efficiency?
0: Uh, well, you, we had the the old tub kind that would fill it with a, you know gallons and gallons of water. And now you have the high efficiency. It doesn't use as much water. It does a lot of spinning yeah, yeah. and stuff works. like that. Yeah, it works. Okay, okay.
1: It works. And the other thing is, if you've got really ham, struggling with a cough like that, just wash your clothes at a high temperature. You don't even need to put loads. You can get Dr. Bronner soap, liquid soap. You can put a, a little uh, egg cup full of that in your washing machine, or even just 15 mils. It's just natural soap. Get all this garbage out because it all irritates when you're cleaning. You know, if you can taste it as you're breathing, it's in your systemic circulation and it's going through your liver. Your entire blood goes sure. through your liver every three minutes. That's the site forming. If you're breathing it, you're coughing. If you're coughing, that's a sign that you're, you know, you've got a problem. Now, if you've got mucus, it's the same thing. Get rid of all your dairy out of your diet and then get rid of your meat and just do a plant-based diet, loads of juicing, Taking that colt's foot, take that for two weeks and see how you get on. You might find that the mucus goes down and and all of that stops. Again, if, it's got, uh, if you've got um, any sign of infection, there's a couple of things you can do. And we've talked about this before. Um, you know, you start getting a cold and a cough as an adult. Get a, a glass of tonic water. Um, it's, you know, even better than that, tonic water is to have the... Um, cinchona bark c-i-n-c-h-o-n-a cinchona bark um and you you make a pot of tea with this couple of spoonfuls simmering a saucepan make a pot of tea and you have that with 150 milligrams of zinc and you take that once a day for seven days and what that does is it the cinchona bark is the quinine that opens the channel into the cell for the zinc to go in and stop viral replication And if you can't get that, then have a it's the one time I'm going to allow you to have a can of tonic water with hideous aspartame in it or whatever you can get in the States. Get the tonic water, even sugar if need be, and have the zinc 150 milligrams for seven days. Then after that, you go back down to 50 milligrams. Um, So so that's another thing you can you can do. And also my absolute go to tonic when you've got any cold or cough starting, a bulb of garlic, two lemons. A chunk of turmeric, a chunk of uh, ginger. And if you've got oregano oil, great. If you haven't, a handful of oregano. If you haven't, don't worry too much about the oregano. Just put the, the turmeric, the ginger, uh, the two lemons and the garlic bulb into your juicer. Makes a little shot like that and knock it back. Woo! Uh, but that's it's really good. It's an absolute tonic. If you really are a wuss, and you can't do it, get a slice of good bread, sourdough, get a whole bulb of garlic, toast your toast, toast your bread, spread a little bit of um, nut butter on it if you're not allergic to it, and then get a whole bulb of garlic and slice it really thin onto your toast and chow it down. Garlic's fantastic, it has to be fresh garlic, it has to be raw garlic, it's delicious. Uh, so that's another thing you can do. Um, but if you've got a persistent cough with any sputum that's getting more and more and you've got any blood in it, that's the time you would go and see your doctor. Because if you have got any underlying pathology, disease, you really need that to be diagnosed.
0: Okay. Um, I want to take time, too, to also make mention. And and my friend Bill, uh, longtime friend for well, longtime friend for a long time. And um, he uh, is a Christian. He's a great networker of other believers across the nation because he's a truck driver. So he sees all kinds of people. He's got the website we've had him on before, healthforalloflife.com. If you guys haven't been there, yeah, I've heard of that. and oh, okay, you've seen that. Well, he's actually produced a book now. And he paid this gentleman Jason Garwood. He came by uh, down our way, gave us a couple of copies. I got one. This copy here is going to Mike Adams at Natural News. But um, he gave us a copy. Oh, of this. I need
1: to get that. Where can I get the book?
0: Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna see if he maybe he can get another copy there. But I I'm not sure if he's got it on Amazon yet. But I'm I'm pretty sure you're gonna be able I'd to. I love
1: it, it signed.
0: <laughs> well, I, 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 he wants to do a show with you one day because he's got. He says I have so many questions I want to ask her. About I'm about to get a new laptop
1: and uh thank you thank you thank you you know who you are yes and uh i, I i'm not going to talk about it because i'm going to get really emotional uh, i've got a mac laptop coming and i've got some great interviews coming up folks even dr q which i hope you're going to interview tim a doctor who's turned his back on the whole pharma industry and his job giving up his job he's spilling the beans everywhere about the training of doctors how it's done the indoctrination the brainwashing everything and he was a pulmonary
0: uh, expert so ooh. well what i will what i'm going to do here is <clears throat> people can pick up this this book and I'll, I'll see what we can do with bill because he he, he really does want to have a show he says can you can bill. you do that this is this is where you can find it health for all life a medical manifesto of hope and healing for the nations and bill's um whole thought in this is that uh you know god has given us The tools for that you mentioned oregano a minute ago he mentioned when i would have the coughs. he says you know get your get your oregano and put like one drop to two drops under your tongue every day now i gotta tell you i did it the first time and it literally i i I felt like my mouth was on fire um so but he does it and i don't ever hear him coughing uh but uh anyway uh this book has just come out so if you want to check that out it's based off the website and, of course, you've got people like Ty and Charlene Bollinger on there, which we're going to try to get on the show. Uh, you've got people like Mike Adams. You've got people like uh, Del Bigtree. I'm trying to think of some of these people. Laura Conover, uh, David Jockers, Al Sears, um, and several other people. Dr. Josh uh, Axe, Benjamin uh, oh, these Fulks. are
1: all These are all people that I, you know, these are all great. These are real doctors.
0: Yeah. Well, these these, are, these are the people that they've they've combined in there. Thank you, Crystal, for putting that in the chat. By the way, the link to that, and we'll have a link on the on the show. Uh, I mean, on the archives when we do that later at sonslibertymedia.com. You guys will be able to pick that up if you want to do it. And uh, like I say, w- w- I, there are several shows, Kate, that I want to have with you and guests. One is D. Manny Mitchell. Huh. I'd love to have a I'd love to have a powwow where we could have people who would call in and ask questions. Uh, present things. So folks, I'll let you know about that ahead of time. Because, well, D, D
1: and I work together. a yes. lot. You know, we back patients and let me tell you, we have spectacular
0: results. Yep. Well, we, I, was we reading, both
1: our I was reading. Well, of,
0: I was reading some of
1: my books, my books. I'm, I'm doing it. I'm getting <laughs> it.
0: I was, I was reading. She had put up something uh, in a Facebook post about somebody recently. I think their mother-in-law or somebody had some tremendous results uh, who was diagnosed with cancer and, and I think it was even a shorter time than she had, five months where you know she showed up that she was cancer-free. So I think that I saw that this week. And then I know Bill wants to do a show to bring all these things together, and I think this would be very helpful for uh, not only the body of Christ, but I think also for, for those who are outside the body, to help them understand, look, the Creator, our God, the Lord Jesus Christ, has made these things. He has instructed us in such a way. And the fact, look, look, <clears throat> I'll confess it if I'm sick usually it's because of something that I've done whether out of ignorance or you know deliberately whatever that puts me in puts my body in that kind of situation uh and I and you've made mention many times you've referenced the fact of what the law is that the people are destroyed for lack of knowledge I think this is one of the things that when we started to bring you on the more I thought about it I thought this is an issue of liberty too because it's not that God can't use sickness in a certain way. Uh, I think that we we have to have sleep. It teaches us we're not God. We're not awake all the time. We don't see all things. We can't fix all things. And so sometimes we run ourselves ragged to where our bodies are just so tired, we just have to rest. And I think it's a way that God teaches us that we're not Him, that we're dependent upon Him and that we can rest in Him. Uh, and then there are other times where we're sick because we're just doing stuff we shouldn't be doing. And um, so I'm glad that in God's providence, you know, he he brought us together at a a particular um, crucial time in your life, I know, because of what you were going through. Um, You had, I guess, what we could say, fair-weather friends over there at Uckfield and um, who were ready to just dump you because all of a sudden there's some criticism, even though you were doing all what you did because you love people and you want them to be well. And, um, and, and God in his providence brought you over to us. And uh, we've been having you here. And we're, we're very thankful for the information that you've been able to give.
1: And I'm very grateful. It's funny you say that because I was just thinking about that yesterday. I, I was in my local supermarket, not not the one that, the one that I've gone to for 18 years where someone, one of the employees threatened to punch me in the face for not wearing a mask. Um, all the people that I've known for almost 18 years and there, none of them will look at me now. None of them. Even people that have said hello every day, um, I smile at them and they look away. And even a friend's daughter who I've known since she was a little girl and I've known her mum and her mum's had cancer and I've helped, they don't They don't look at me anymore. And so I went in another supermarket and the staff there do talk. But I saw a doctor who I've known for 18 years since I've lived here and our children grew up together and he knows that I did Gerson for cancer. He knows what I'm about. He works in a town which has all people there that are natural And organic and they don't vaccinate their children and I said hello to him he looked away so I can cope with that it doesn't bother me what a weak man now as for the radio all of these things God knows every hair on my head I was meant to be leaving that radio because I was coming to you which is this is so much better for me it's every week it's a wider audience I'm amongst Christians I'm amongst friends and so Anything that ever happens to me in life, I am so blessed because it's always because there's something better. And God just needs to shut the door and usher me along. And I trust that. Yep. I trust it all the time. That's- I just want to point to something behind me here. Uh, this is one of my favorite artists, Rosina Wachmeister. And she. Do- I love cats. I, I used to have <laughs> 12, but, you know, natural wastage. They're all dying. The foxes keep digging them up. But um this particular one. You can see here, I love this, there's the male with his testes and the kitten on the top. Oh, you can't see the kitten. And this one's got a mouse in its tummy and the, the mama and the baby. And I'm um, I, I, I fascinated by cats because cats, dogs have owners, cats have staff. If you don't treat your cat right, it moves <laughs> house.
0: Yes, it no. Does. Trust me, we we had at one time, and not to get off on the cats thing, but my kids, you know, they love to take in stray animals. So we. You had a ton. (laughs) We took in one. That mama, I don't know how many litters of kittens she had. We had sixteen at one time. I said, guys, we got rid. Of, we can't take care of all these cats. They're all outside. No,
1: they, they, people like you, they all come to me. Yeah. So, so
0: we, we have one now, and she's inside, and she's a, she's, she's, a, I don't know. She, yeah, you're right. There is staff. She comes when I come out in the morning. She pushes open the girl's door. She comes in there, and then she wants to get around my legs. Now, if I come in here later in the day. She doesn't want anything to do with me. She runs from me. and uh, But but in the morning, she comes and gets around my legs because she's saying, um, the food bowl is empty, the water bowl is yeah, empty. Yeah, they're, like, uh,
1: they're like, I the time here. Yeah.
0: yeah. Now, in the let,
1: morning, in my house, I'm like Cinderella. I feed the cats, the dogs, let's, the birds. Let's what take, I was going to say about this okay, go ahead. is it's really interesting because, you know, scripture tells us what we can and can't eat but I just want to say something I've watched cats for a long time people think cats are cruel and sadistic oh they play with their prey no they don't if they get it straight away if they just spot it I've watched a cat do it and it'll pounce on it and bite its head off and then it'll eat it it doesn't eat the gallbladder the gallbladder remember is your bile It doesn't eat that it leaves it for me to skid on on my tiles but what they do do is the reason they, they let it just go and they keep grabbing it is they don't want to eat it when they've been chasing it. It's full of adrenaline because adrenaline is toxic. They don't want that. So they wait for it to calm. And that's how they, they wait. And then they, they will kill it and eat it. And, um, and the same with animals, the way they, if you watch the mice, sometimes they look dead and they're not. Because when you put them in a shoebox... And leave them; they they get peripheral shutdown, and they just look limp and dead. And they're not. And they come they come to life. So I never lob them in the dustbin or over the fence. Um, you know, I put them in a shoebox if they I've managed to get them off the cat. So it's really interesting. Yeah. We we can learn lots for, by watching our animals, and that's why you know the eagle. We're told not to eat the eagle because it will eat dead prey. Yep. So it's toxic. Uh, We're told not to eat the bats because the bats, of course, what do bats feast on? Mosquitoes. And they also have many viruses. So what does mankind do? It moves the bat colonies away from the mosquitoes and gives us Moskrovax instead. The vaccine against malaria. Good old, good old Rockefeller pharmaceutical, (laughs) Satan led Uh, uh, medical system, you know, pharmacia, witchcraft and sorcery. It has its place but not for simple things. That's why we're talking about it's normal. The other thing as well, I went down onto my garden. I always do my prayers on my garden in the morning when I'm doing poop patrol. And all the leaves were were off one of my trees and it's spectacular red and uh, golden leaves. And I thought it's cyclical. We also have a clean out when it's autumn and winter. It is quite normal. And that's why we have what we call flu in our winter. But in Australia, their winter is our summer and they have their clear out in their winter yep. and that is the, the whole we've been told that you catch a virus so they can sell us vaccines and they get us from the cradle to the grave yep. uh, vaccinate us make us sick keep us sick treat us uh, dispose of us and charge us for the pleasure all the way along so um and this is what dr q will tell you you have to interview him and uh so this is psychical we are meant to have this flu And the idea is if you get too many exosomes coming out of the cell at one time because we're so toxic, that's when we're overwhelmed, Um, which takes me on to um, quickly before we finish about, you know, an update about the UK. I just want to tell you a couple of really good uh, nuggets of information. First of all, Dr. Kevin Corbett and myself have just issued a letter with a signature, which I've sent you the draft copy of that, which doesn't have obviously our signatures on that right the, Kate. can
0: uh, i can i can i throw in a question right quickly before you do it yeah. and we'll have about six minutes uh our our wonderful friends who are listening uh say to check your email afterwards uh the our wonderful friends who, who took care of your computer need there um they they want to know about uh muscle cramps in the legs uh what can be done for that we, and we've got about six <laughs> minutes so take your time
1: i will um muscle cramps of course again it will generally be that you are uh, missing certain nutrients, one being magnesium. And the other thing is, again, get lots of uh, carrot and apple juice into you. The apple, the malic acid in the apple softens any stones, but the pectin increases exponentially the uptake of all the goodness that's in the carrots. And when you're having salt, it should only be pink Himalayan salt. If you're having loads of salt, it's going to push the potassium out of the cell and then the cell becomes... Uh, full of sodium and you can't generate this immune response and generate this this electricity and circulation. And the reason I tell you all this is I used to get calf muscle cramps all the time and restless legs all the time. And as soon as I started doing Gerson therapy and I started having magnesium as well um, and having the carrot and apple juice and the plant-based diet and lots of other supplements, it all left. I've never had it since. So I will certainly send those people in response to their email some more detailed information on that uh, uh, because I'm very grateful and uh, I can send them a really personal reply. But also um, I can do a show on that for you. We'll do a show on restless legs and muscle cramps in the calf because um, that's a really important one. I'll do that next next week. I'd, I'd really like to get my teeth into that. Okay. Um, and I will be answering all their emails later today because after the show today, I'm darting off on the forest for a big dog walk. So uh, Vicky Ford is the UK Parliamentary Under Secretary for Children and Families. And we have sent her a letter, which you have on, te- on Telegram, um, which is not the exact copy. We'll give you the exact one soon, but that's the draft of it. And that is what she's been sent. She's been given 48 hours to respond. And if she doesn't respond, she will be being served the um, document because we are saying that she's complicit in genocide regarding this new vaccine. And as you know, um, they're expecting lots of adverse events. Now, um, a bus driver um, was telling us that he was on a training day that was ran by a military man, an army man, and they're going to have test centres around London, Test checkpoints, Zekhail, uh Dina Papira Bitter douche Schnell. Um, so here it is. We're now going to have checkpoints apparently in the cities. This is Satan's plan. Obviously, the Lord has other plans, and we're behind the Lord, and they're being told about it. These are going to be in major cities. Um uh, I know of what uh, I was told by a family member of this particular gentleman who works at the UK Test Centre in Norwich. And Some members there had tested positive on a different shift to him. He came into work. They tested him. He tested negative. But they said, go home anyway and isolate. And they gave him the 500 quid. 500 pounds you get in the UK if you go and have a test and you test positive. Do you see this is literally a scam denic racketeering come and have you tested if you test positive we'll pay you for it well where's that money coming from it's coming from tax because when we're all absolutely on skid row with no spondoolies cash they're going to tax us to make up for the massive deficit so tax is just going to go up and up and up someone's got to pay for this um so anyway we're now told as well that lockdown that's meant to end i think it's the 2nd of december There'll be the tear system coming in, in order to give us Christmas, which we know it's pagan anyway, Christmas, but we know everybody wants their their Christmas and they're going to bring in another tear, more sanctions, how many people you can have in your house. Incidentally, if you put your telly on uh, or you read the papers you think it's all happening. Well, let me tell you folks, get out on the streets and you'll see that people are working. They're opening their businesses. I know of one guy with over 130 car showrooms. He's opened them all. Gyms are open. People are working. They're ignoring it. Cars are on the street. This is wag the dog. Uh, Police have just announced that they're not issuing any more £10,000 fines because they're not means tested. So they'll just organise a summons. You're dead right they're not means tested. You don't means test when you're going to give someone a a parking fine. This is all a lie. It's rubbish. It's because they're not legal, because the whole lockdown isn't legal. Masks aren't a law. Social distancing's not a law. Wake up, people. You're following Satan's agenda. When everyone wakes up and stands up, it's game over. Um, so, you know, it's carrot on a stick. We'll let you have Christmas if you do. As you told you, naughty people. Whatever. You know, I don't follow Satan's agenda. Um, So they are rolling out this uh, vaccine. They're about to give it a um, license. And we have this police, head of the police saying, uh, oh, you know, they're talking to politicians about those anti-vaxxers, you know, will be given fines or jail sentences. It's just fear porn. There's no law for that. In order to make that a law, they've got to prove that what we're saying is incorrect. And of course, if you get taken into court, it would all be there, freedom of information, and then the public could have a. They would literally be caught with their pants down. It would all be out there, all the studies, everything, and the very government that are in my country and in your country, the very government has said one hundred twenty thousand pounds per vaccine damaged child. The government pays out. There's admission Kate, straight away. So I'm writing a copper letter yeah. now.
0: Kate, we we've got about literally fifteen seconds. Tell people really quick where they can find out more about you.
1: You can find us everywhere we are the medical revolutionaries go on instagram go on facebook go on twitter go on youtube we're starting to post we are starting to do it we're getting there um i think the twitter account's being shadow banned because no one likes the posts um but uh i'm also on instagram again as kate shamarani till i get shut down the new the new web page is getting built You are going to see more and more and more from us because I've got a new laptop coming. All right, and And you guys have a great weekend. Check her
0: out. See you on Monday.